Welcome to the In the Pattern podcast. This is Oshkosh 2022 Quick Cast Bravo. We are back at the EAH after breakfast. It's just such a good deal, and and uh, cooking breakfast is tough when you don't have a stove. Uh, so welcome access to pancakes and coffee and eggs and, and sausage. Uh, it hasn't gotten monotonous yet. We're we're happy to be back and supporting. Uh, Today's chapter is, yesterday was Dubuque, today's chapter is based in Oklahoma City, and they are really happy to be here where it is like 30 degrees cooler than where they left. Um, It's a beautiful morning, it's probably more like 50 degrees cooler right now. It's Uh, 70 degrees and the air is light, sunny. Yeah, the flags are basically hanging straight down, Uh, it's beautiful clear skies. Uh, everything's hopping. Uh, lot, lots more people here today. Uh, you know, lots more folks showed up, and uh, camping is pretty full. I haven't gone out. We haven't haven't driven out. Didn't drive out at all yesterday. Um, but uh, it's it's certainly hopping. It's it, it's really great to see everybody back. A um, lot more trailers in Shoulder this year. Uh, a lot more, you know, big campers and rigs and buses and those kinds of things, but uh, but also still a fair number of tents, um, and uh, yeah, just a just a lovely morning. And thought we'd talk a little bit, uh, Brad and Michelle, about uh, about Monday, the show opening day, and uh, what our plans are for today. Um, yeah. What did we experience? So you know, yesterday we mentioned that we were headed onto the grounds to check out all the. Uh, manufacturing booths and had some good conversations with, uh, with Epic and, and Evolution representatives and Cirrus. Piper. Um, Piper did get, you know, checked all the boxes. Um, also saw that the One Week Wonder is happening again. I think this is the third year. The third One Week Wonder, yeah. I think yeah. they do it about every other year, mm-hmm. maybe every third. I forgot what they're building, though. They're building... It's a YX from Sonex, so uh-huh. it's a it's a single-engine Y-tail uh, kit aircraft, and they're going to build the whole thing in a week. Mm-hmm. So yesterday they started opening the boxes, and you could, you could uh, pull a practice rivet. Mm-hmm. And when you did that, they gave you a little pin... And um, I think hopefully starting today, they'll be ready to have uh, people, schmoes like us, who don't know anything about building airplanes, come in and pull rivets for the wings and, uh, and the tail and, and that kind of thing. Um, some of the work they, they won't hand over to us because it's, it's super critical or it's just it requires some specialized knowledge. So rigging and electrical and flight control surfaces and things, they've got some more experienced folks doing. But they're going to get that plane uh, built and... Uh, with an engine and avionics and get it ready to taxi in, in a week, which is a, a really impressive feat. Um, what did you think about pulling your first rivet? <laughs> I mean, I have to say, their message of it's pretty simple comes through pretty clearly. It's it's not hard at all in the, you know, little handheld device to, to fire the rivet in. Yeah, they had a battery-powered yeah. uh, rivet gun that, that broke the pop rivet off. They also had a, you, you had to remove and, and reinstall a Clico to show you how you hold the, the different parts together and clamp them together so that uh, you get a nice, accurate fit mm-hmm. when you when you put the rivet in. Yeah, and it was really heartwarming to see how many people had their little kids in line to do it. I mean, it's it's a I think it's a lovely interactive display, very educational. 
Um, after that, we walked down to Vintage and saw something else new there. Um, yeah, they had lots of planes out, obviously, just people's, you know, ordinary people's planes and show planes that had, that had won awards. But then along with it, they would have a little sign that EAA had put in front saying, here's the plane, here's the type, and here's like a price range for this kind of aircraft. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can get into some of these older uh, aircraft for as little as $16,000 for a plane that's that's airworthy. It's not just, you know, a project aircraft. It's it's like you can fly it today. Um, at the higher end, it's going to be it's going to be a bit more expensive. But really, um, everything that we saw was under $50,000, including show planes that had won. Uh, there was one plane that had won six uh, uh, awards at air venture for best in show basically and uh it was it was selling for forty thousand dollars it was a, a two-seat taylor craft uh side by side um so you know it, it doesn't have to be you know you don't have to have a turboprop you don't have to have a you don't have to be a millionaire you don't have to be a millionaire with with hundreds of thousands of dollars to drop on an airplane this can be the cost of a of a uh, as it's in, nowadays, it's less than the cost of a used car because used cars are really expensive right now in 2022. I think it's, I think it'd be eye-opening for people to realize that they could get a, a show airplane like that for less than some of these RVs cost. <laughs> Way less. I mean, less yeah. than the truck that pulls the RV. Right. Right. So I I just thought that was a really nice touch, and I think. I think they're really trying to to help people understand it can be accessible. Now that said, of course, we chatted to somebody who's um, was sitting next to a plane for sale, and he, he knew the owner, and he's like, that plane's marked, you know, at twenty nine thousand, I think, but he'll probably take twenty one. And then he shared that the guy bought it for about twenty thousand and probably put twenty thousand into it. So you know, it's not like it's a money making. Endeavor, yeah. <laughs> but I still think the idea that if you have the passion, you know, obviously accessibility is different for everyone, but it's it's not necessarily coming right off of you know the Cirrus and the Epic and the Evolution row. There, you can feel like yeah, the big certificated airplanes that yeah. you know that you can't get into a turboprop for for under. Well, the evolution you can get under you can get under two, but nothing else. Um, everything else was was three or four at minimum, and yeah. you know you can get up to six uh, million. But uh, and a, you know a new Cirrus these days is running you pretty close to nine hundred thousand, uh, and you have to get in line. Um, so you know it's it's nice to see that you don't have to 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 spend you know a second home. Uh, kind of money in order to get into uh, into aviation. If you you know if you want something that you can just go up by yourself or with a friend uh, and look at the ground and not get anywhere in a big hurry, but you know have some nice experiences, uh, you can get into it for a very reasonable amount of money. Or even just you know take it to Oshkosh. The the guy that was selling his plane uh, was selling all the trophies along with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So. They're like, get, you get all six trophies. Mm -hmm. um, so was, that was just nice. That was a new thing. Yeah. This year to see the prices out there, the price ranges. Yeah, I, I thought that was a really nice touch by EAA, and, and mm -hmm. hats off to whoever came up with that idea of kind of giving people an idea of this is, yeah. you know, they didn't do it for the for the DC threes, but uh, they did do it for the. <laughs> 
for the some of the more uh, affordable two seat, you know, tandems and tail wheel or tail wheels and side by sides. Yeah, and it was about a about a dozen planes that had these price ranges on. It's not like they did the whole field or anything, but it was still it was enough, I think, to be educational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was just to kind of reset people's expectations that you know that this can be affordable, and, and if you can turn a wrench, uh, you can help suppress a lot of the maintenance costs too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, today's plans. Well, last night we went to a gathering. Oh, last night, last night. Yeah. We had a one of the vendors uh, puts on a show, uh, a, a gathering on Monday night, and they've got music and uh, adult beverages, and they have kid-friendly beverages too, uh, and some order kinds of snacks, and uh, just a lot of the aviation professionals were there, a lot of the people that have been working booths, they, they schedule it for right after the show ends, so you can close up your booth and, and head on over there and, and have a libation with uh, some people that are in the same industry that you're in. Um, we saw a lot of demo teams. The F-35 demo team was there, the F-16 demo team, one of the F-16 demo teams was there. Um, We saw, uh, we got to sit and and eat and drink with uh, a multi-generation family that that we didn't know. We just just happened to meet because we had a table uh, there and they sat down and joined us and uh, they had had flown in the the three generations. grandfather was PIC on that particular flight, but his son was also uh, a pilot, and uh, their young kids were getting steeped in aviation along the way from grandpa and dad, and mm-hmm. so that was that was really fun to see, too. It was, and it does make you appreciate how much of the special culture of Oshkosh is because it's so family-oriented, and people come year after year after year. I mean, again, this is a grandpa with his son and grandchildren and I think they were like second grade and yeah. seven and a half something like that um, I know there were there were two of them and, and just seeing how they're building in those memories at a family level yes and that happens over and over and over you run into people here all the time where like my parents brought me yeah and, and one of the things that I had kind of forgotten you know my son Aiden is well, he's driving himself here. Right? He's actually en route right now to, to help make uh, jambalaya for our annual Camp Bacon Jambalaya Night. Um, but uh, So now he's of an age where he's driving. In fact, he'll turn 17 on Thursday. Uh, but when he was little, I forgot how nice it was knowing that he was in an environment that was very, very safe. Um, you know, if, he, if we got separated, people would help, help get us back together. If, if uh, uh, you know, people would look out for him to make sure he wasn't getting into any kind of dangerous situation. Um, it was, it, I forgot until we were spent some time with his family about just how nice an environment it is because everybody's looking out for everybody. Everybody's here because they're passionate about being here and they want it to be fun uh, for, for everybody. So that, that was really special. It is, yeah, I mean, I think for... For parents who know that, you know, they're hauling kids around, it might be a long, tiring day. (laughs) They might need extra, you know, strollers or whatever. It's a very accommodating crowd. Yeah. I think that people have a lot of patience for that and and support it. So that's nice. So today... Oh, one last comment about the event last night, though. They, you know, they had a, a 
musicians in the aviation group. That flying, was, the flying musicians. The flying musicians, that's what they were called, yeah. And, you know, just another example of how many crossover communities show up here at Oshkosh. And it's, it's so eye-opening. But, you know, they do a scholarship. They're sponsoring... Yeah, they raise you know, money young for, musicians. For, for young musicians and to go, to get into aviation. Mm -hmm. And they have scholarships that'll take you all the way to solo. And I think they're now working on some special ones that'll take you all the way to private um, for for young musicians who want to get into the field of aviation. And they're volunteering their time and and raising money. And uh, yeah, it was really really nice. And they were quite good, I have yeah. to say. Like <laughs> these weren't hacks. These were guys who were. Men and women who were really, really uh, pretty accomplished musicians, in addition to being pilots and, and mechanics and other folks in the industry. So that, yeah. You're right. Thanks for thanks for reminding me. What's on store for today? So I have two missions. One, um, I need to pick up my T-shirt because I'm participating in the Women in Aviation Breakfast tomorrow for the first time, and Wednesday. the uh, yep, and the group photo. So I need to pick up my shirt, be ready for that. And then I want to check out Cloud Ahoy, which you were telling me about yesterday. And I know they have a booth here. Um, but because I'm a student pilot and I'm still working on consistencies in landing and really getting that stabilized approach set up um, consistently, it sounds like a product that might be a value to me. So I'll, I'll report out on how that sounds. But um, being able to take that data and really give me feedback that I can debrief after. This sounds right now very appealing. So I'm gonna go talk to him. Yeah, now. and I'm gonna check out uh, the Sporties booth to, to look at one of the Four Flight Century products. Um, our we have uh, ADSB receivers in our in all of our club aircraft that you can you can pair to with Wi-Fi and and Four Flight will get the. Uh, location information from them and give you a track log and, and show you where you are on the four flight chart and all of that. Um, unfortunately, it's been a little bit unreliable, and that's why I'm not mentioning the brand name of the, uh, the manufacturer. I, I'd hope to talk to them here too um, to see if there's anything we can do about that. But uh, having a second ADSB receiver um, that also has a carbon monoxide detector and uh, an attitude heading and reference system, so I can get you know, what direction the aircraft is pointing and pitch and roll and yaw information um, might uh, might come in handy uh, if the ADSB receiver is decides it's not gonna talk to four flight anymore. So yeah. those are a couple things that we're gonna do. I might I I'm on the, the reserve list for the pilot proficiency center. We'll see if I can uh, snag a spot. Um, Otherwise, I've got to help my son get his parking pass and get in through the gate uh, into our campsite so that he can help prepare food today. Because um, it's Jambalaya night. It's Jambalaya night, and uh, I know John is arriving this evening uh, uh, with his son, uh, for uh, his son Owen's first Oshkosh. Really looking forward to meeting, meeting him and seeing John again. And, uh, for those who only come to Camp Bacon for Jambalaya Night, this might be, if we haven't mentioned it, this might be a good time to confirm that the location in Apple Maps is the new campsite. It has been updated. It's also in Google Maps. Yep. So just, just confirming that for those who only come for Jambalaya Night, and, you know, we hope to see. We'd love to see you. Um, and uh, even if you don't come for Jambalaya, come on by and bring a libation and... Uh, We'll talk airplanes. 
Yeah. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Today, again, is Tuesday at EAA AirVenture Oshkosh 2022. This is... Uh, Quick cast Bravo, and uh, in the meantime, make left traffic. You are cleared for the option.